Yo. Hello, hello. You were supposed to harmonize. What? I was like, hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello. And then you come in. What's hello, the hello. Hey, hello, hello. Oh. Just go an octave lower. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello. hello, hello. hello. That's like hello. five octaves hello, lower. Hello. And welcome to Click, Click, Bang, Bang, a photography podcast. Today, we are talking about competition corruption. Yeah, remember not long ago, man, I texted you and I said, hey, do you ever enter photo competitions? And you were like, hmm, mm, let well. me think about that. And then we decided to, you know, let's do an episode on it. Yeah. Now, we're, now we're famous podcasters. I was like, well, this is a deeper conversation, Toby. Do I enter competitions? There's multi-levels here. There is. And we, well, you found out some... Shocking shit, so uh, I reckon we should. Let's get into it. Dig a little deeper. So, I often get emails and stuff about photo competitions. Yes. From various different things that I've somehow ended up on their lists. And yeah. I'll get this thing, you know, enter this world famous competition, you know, blah, 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 you know, international judging panel, great exposure, ruddy, ruddy, (laughs) rough, you know, sometimes they've got these huge, well, I say huge, but reasonable cash prizes like 10,000 US dollars, be part of our exhibition in Paris, Berlin, blah, blah, whatever. And I always look at them and I always think, God, that sounds good. That sounds amazing. You're probably going to be up against thousands of other photographers and I'm probably not going to win, but you know, sure. And I always think, should I give it a go? And and I don't know why, but in the back of my mind, there's always something that just says, "Mm, mm, maybe not. (laughs) And obviously having looked into this a bit deeper for this episode, it's probably good to be a little bit sceptical. Yes, it is, Toby. (laughs) Because there is a lot of bullshit competitions out there that are solely set up to make money and or to data mine. Yeah. Have you entered in the past? Uh, Like any competition? Yeah, yeah. Look, I usually only enter two competitions every year. I enter the National Photographic Portrait Prize and I enter head-on every year, pretty much. They're the only two I really do. I can't really be bothered with other ones, um, to be honest, because... Uh, I find it's like, number one, most of the time there's you have to pay to enter. Yeah. And it adds up. It's like, okay, well, you know, you have to weigh up. Is it going to be worth it? Yeah, you know 30 I mean? bucks here, 30 bucks and, there. And what am I going to get out of it? Dot, dot, dot. You know, and I, and I choose to enter the NPP, the National Photographic Portraits, and head on because there's an exhibition element. It is very well known in Australia. And, and if you are lucky enough to kind of get in, it, it's really great exposure. I, I, I think it was... 2012 I was a semi-finalist in head-on so I didn't get to be in the big exhibition yeah but my work was projected onto a freaking skyscraper in the CBD what it was unbelievable <laughs> it was unbelievable I did not know this oh my god I, th- I don't know I don't know how you didn't know this. my portrait was it was oh god now it's gonna get a bit like sad but it was like all these items of my father's my late father yeah who, who tragically died in a in a helicopter crash he was in the military and it was like his dog tags 
his final message he had written on the chalkboard at home and then his like medals of service and it was kind of laid flat white background and it and it got made semi-finals it was great so I'm standing there in the CBD it's like a Friday night and it's like amazing opening night and then I look up and my image was being projected onto a humongous skyscraper in the wow. CBD. It was that's, so freaking cool. That's amazing. And then at the exhibition, which at the time it was at the ACP, it, they had like all the finalists were printed and the semifinalists were on a huge, gigantic TV screen. It was just on rotation. Yeah. So you were sort of in the exhibition, but like, but not. So I found, and it looks really good on your CV. So I found those two, I find those two are really good to enter because they have the exhibition element and they are quite well known in Australia. But other than that, I don't enter because I find most of them are fucking bullshit, to be honest. Yeah, and like you said, a lot of them are, are, are really just getting content for free for, you know, whoever they, they represent. And we found several examples of, yes. of, of that and, and several examples of why, if you are considering entering one of these competitions, you must... Must, 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 must read the terms and conditions. Oh my God. This, the, guys, this is not an Apple situation oh where God. you just go fucking accept. No. <laughs> you have, we've all done it. You have to, or Facebook, accept. I give <laughs> yeah. you my fucking life. Yes, cookies. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you've got to actually read these terms and conditions because there are some, you know, pretty well known organizations out there that are basically setting up competitions. To, with the sole purpose of getting free content that they can use. And a freaking horrible example of it is one that, that I found being living down here in the Gong is Tourism Wollongong, Wollongong Tourism, however they want to call themselves. Mm. They're, mate, they're notorious, let me tell you. And and I actually asked them for comment on what we're going to talk about and they declined. <laughs> I wonder why. You'll find out. No comment. So they had two competitions running last year and one was like photo, it was called Photo Taker. Um, and basically it was like you would enter the competition via Instagram with the hashtag like fucking Photo Taker. I don't know what the fuck it was. And they, the competition was if you won, oh my God, if you were so lucky to win, Toby, they picked two winners and you would be like the Wollongong tourism photographer and you would work for them. Oh, for you would it. get a job out of it. Well, not fucking really. Yeah. So you would get paid a thousand dollars for the year. What? No, no, it wasn't like full time. <laughs> And like any photo that you sort of took out and about in your daily life around Wollongong use. and Illawarra, they you would give to them and they could use it and they would pay you $1,000. Per, hang on, hang on. $1,000 per image? No, or? for the year. Oh I know, it's just fucking God. So it's not like you, you, don't, you don't go in from like nine to five. It's not like that. It's yeah, just yeah. like, yo, send us Still. a couple of pics, right? And so they're like, oh, how great is this opportunity, everyone? So, you know, hashtag this and you're, you're in to enter, right? right? Then they pick two, two winners. But... Here's the here's the thing. In the terms and conditions, it stated anyone who entered the competition gave Wollongong Tourism the license and right to use those images in any way they saw fit to do with Wollongong Tourism. So just to be clear, you didn't even have you, you weren't even the winner. You weren't even the motherfucking if you winner. Entered, you uploaded one of your pics. Yes. That's it. That like, was it. You know, it, it might have been a great pick and they'd use yeah. it and you'd get zero credit, zero So you money. would retain copyright, but right. in the terms and conditions, it was that you were granting Wollongong Tourism a, a license yeah. to for them to use that image that you entered 
in any way they saw fit and for fucking ever pretty much that's dodgy as it's dodgy as that is a that is a sign that is solely set up to data mine and let me tell you they got a lot of entries and they got called out on it too they had another competition called like i think it's called Wollongong press play photo competition mm-hmm. okay and i'm going to read the actual condition in the terms and conditions that they have for this competition which is now over Marketing use of entered images. By submitting a photo in the competition, the entrant gives Destination Wollongong permission to use their photo with credit in its marketing channels, including social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, website, visitwollongong.com.au, visitor guide, and other collateral, irrespective of whether the entrant is deemed the winner. Jesus. So you enter this competition via the hashtag on Instagram. So many freaking people entered it with this hashtag. And in the terms and conditions of this photo competition, it says that you give visit, what is it, Destination Wollongong, <laughs> the permission to use the entered image even if you didn't win. <laughs> now, I'm going to play a bit of devil's advocate here just because I'm, I'm an you. asshole. But in their defense, in the defense of, like, let's just pretend I'm a, a swanky lawyer for okay. Destination Wollongong. Yeah. Uh, it's in the terms and conditions. So no, I know. So they're being blatant. They are being blatant. But look, as we all know, most of these people also know uh, that people don't read terms and conditions, and that's exactly what they're preying on. They're preying on a big audience that's going to get super excited about. Oh my god! You know, they're 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 enthusiastic amateurs. These are it's not professional photographers that are going to be entering this thing. No, they're enthusiastic amateurs. Some of whom will be very talented and will provide them with some excellent images that they can use for nicks. Yes, uh, without any course for complaint totally and and to even though that is quite a blatant statement and it is quite easy to understand i don't number one people wouldn't read it and even if they did they might not quite understand that what no, they're absolutely. getting themselves into yeah you and i are well versed in the ways of terms and conditions and photo usage many people are not like mm. you're saying these are enthusiastic amateurs who are using instagram a lot and they're thinking and this they prey on this kind of shit you'll be featured on our socials or our Visitor guide or yeah, yeah, website. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck cares? This is going to fucking put money on the table. Exactly. Money on the table. Mm. Dinner on the table. Dinner on the table. Money on the table. Would be good <laughs> she too. like eating money, maybe. You know what I mean? So this is so Wollongong Tourism. They've done this twice, and I think I can't remember which one it was. I've got the article here. People kicked up a freaking stink, and it was the photo. It was the photo taker competition where two people would win, and you'd be the fucking photographer, a thousand dollars a year, whatever, yeah, the yeah, fuck, yeah. right? Yeah. And people like kicked up an absolute stink about it because people were going, um, so basically, what you want is like with these terms and conditions is that you want everyone to give you the usage of these images for free and you don't have to you don't have to do anything. Yeah, fuck that. So it's just data mining, that's all it is. Many photographers online, when this came out, Toby, many photographers online were calling it a free photo grab. And I'll read out some of the enraged citizens comments uh one facebook uh user said so let me get this straight destination wollongong are offering a photo contract of a total of 11 high resolution stills which will no doubt be under an unlimited usage license at a fee of 90 dollars per image for an amateur this may seem like excellent opportunity but this is rather insulting to anyone who takes great pride in their work and is a professional nobody is making ends meet with bragging rights bragging to who Just by submitting a photo, you're granting them the right to use your images for commercial purpose. I would discourage just about anyone from entering this competition. Absolutely, so would I. But check this out. So this was, uh, we're quoting from an article in the Illawarra Illawarra Mercury. Mercury. That's Illawarra. 
It's a mouthful. Do you know, that's such a, sh- a struggle to say that word sometimes. Anyway, Illawarra Mercury. There you go. Uh, now, they spoke to uh, the then, maybe still, general manager of uh, Destination Wollongong, mm. a guy named Mark Sled. Let's go with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, now, this is what he says. Okay? Oh, okay. Is, this is interesting. I haven't heard this. He says, uh, the reasoning behind the whole campaign was to get a broader range of photos than just engaging one photographer. This was more about trying to put a community lens on all the fantastic things on what to do in Wollongong. In terms of the actual prize, when you look at it on a per photo basis, it's not a lot different to what we would actually pay a professional photographer. Oh, my God. Excuse me? Uh, maybe not a really professional photographer, <laughs> but maybe a We keep coming back to that. I feel like photographers are very expensive, especially the really professional ones. <laughs> That's just Can literally... You believe he, has, that? he has no idea. He's talking out his asshole right there. Well, I mean, have they ever employed a professional photographer? Because if they're paying them $1,000 a year... To yeah. take as ninety dollars an image, that's effectively nothing. as many photos as they want in that year. Yeah, that's no one's going to do that. No, just crazy. That's absolutely crazy. And it, it and no matter what he says, it doesn't matter. People can see right through that because it, you yeah. know. But the problem is, and you know, then I so I contacted Destination Wollongong, <laughs> and I was like, "Who won that competition?" And they sent me the handles, and I'm not going to say who it is. And it is so obvious that they picked. Two non-professional photographers whose work was very poor. Yeah. Because they would probably be willing to accept those terms and conditions. Yeah. Even though when you search the hashtag, there is quite a lot of good work and obviously people didn't read the T's and C's. So I think they have, you know, I think they've data mined and then they've picked two people who are clearly amateurs and don't know anything about what they signed on to. Mm -hmm. In my opinion. Mm. It'd be interesting to see... If any of those other photos pop up in their collateral, of course <laughs> uh, they time, will. Which of course they will. They'll be in the visitors guide. They'll be in their social media posts. They'll be on their Facebook. You watch. Yeah, and I bet, I bet, like, the, I bet there's no notification to those photographers that hey, your photo's just been published in blah blah blah. So they're not. Yeah, gonna it even would be. Know. It would be only if they added you. Yeah, so they're not going to even even know. So with the Destination Wollongong example, you know, that's a reasonably reputable organisation, but there's even more reputable at a national level. National level, babe. Like that are doing this kind of trickery, skullduggery. Skullduggery. (laughs) So I think it was 2017 there was this competition run by a company called Skypixel, but it was in like cooperation with... Tourism Australia and DJI, the drone people mm-hmm. that make the great drones. Um, and it was this competition and, you know, like if you won, there was like cash prizes and your work would get featured, whatever, whatever. And whatever. it was drone-specific photography, right? It was right? drone-specific and it was like, it was called Australia from Above. That's right. So it was yeah. like, capture Australia from Above, da 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 Sounds great. Oh, my God. Free entry. Let's do it. So, again, their terms and conditions was all a rights grab. Every person who entered that competition gave Tourism Australia, Skypixel and DJI the the right to use the images that they had entered. Mm. The, the fact that Tourism Australia is uh, is doing this sort of thing, to me, that's... 
That's pretty bad. Like That's hardcore. These guys are supposed to be, you know, they should be above that kind of thing. And the competition was also sponsored by Epson, SanDisk and Adobe. Oh, my God. So a lot of the time, like when you're kind of going through these competitions, which to enter, which to not, one of the ways to kind of tell if it's dodgy or not is who's supporting it. Mm. But in this case, you've got these big time supporters and they're still rights grabbing. This is just like a tidbit of what is in these terms and conditions, okay? So, uh, un- you as the as an entrant grant a non-exclusive, irrevocable, royalty-free, worldwide, perpetual, sub-licensable and transferable license to use and exploit the intellectual property rights of entrants. That's literally what it fucking says. Exploit they, they, is they, right. <laughs> they're literally like, we're going to fucking exploit you, okay? Oh the, it, it goes on. The organizer may edit, publish, print, use, adapt, translate, exploit, modify, include in a compilation, copy, dis- what is that? Disseminate, dispose, load onto its server, broadcast, and or transit. <laughs> load each, onto its server? Each entrance photo for advertising, promotional display, and or publicity purposes. That's the most hardcore so fucking... Terms and conditions I've ever read. And that's when they say uh, promotion and publicity purposes. They're not just talking about the competition. They're talking about promotion and publicity of anything, of anything. to do with Tourism Australia, which is basically... Or DJI. Or DJI, absolutely. Or Skypixel. Or Skypixel. Or Epson or Adobe or anyone else is supporting this freaking Fucking thing. anyone. And considering they can then li- sub-license your fucking images... They've basically got... They can do whatever the hell they want, That's essentially. fucked. That's unbelievable. That's like fucking legitimately fucked. That is unbelievable. So uh, one of the kind of people calling out competitions um, like this is the Australian photographer William Long, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Long Shots, a.k.a. Photo Watchdog, <laughs> a.k.a. we could – he's a nice guy. Um, <laughs> William Long. So, like, I, he doesn't really have the Photo Watchdog Facebook page anymore. He kind of does more behind-the-scenes stuff, like advocacy, trying to get people to actually have good terms and conditions and not rip people off. And, and he sort of made a comment about this uh, particular competition. And I quote here, uh, Tourism Australia has a bad track record. In fact, all tourism authorities do. Yeah, which is kind of disturbing because, you know, we tend to think of these agencies, government agencies, as reasonably reputable to a degree, obviously. Yeah. But something like a tourism board, you think, oh, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're doing their, their bit. They're doing their best for, for the country. But, you know, oftentimes they're not just... You know, they're getting into this competition game, not just to get photos, but also to get, you know, your personal details, your email addresses, all that sort of stuff that they can use later on. Yeah, They can send you all their emails and marketing guff and all the all the other shit that they pump out every single day. Yes, yes. And you're like, oh, what the hell, you know, what's happened here? 100%. Now, um, William uses a, you know, he, he talks about all the tourism authorities, as you said. Tourism NT apparently uh, recently had a had a competition called what they called Snap the NT, uh, where basically same kind of process. You know, people put their images up of you know they've been to the NT, they stick a, a photo. Is this on like via the, Insta? It's an Instagram thing. You hashtag it with whatever Snap the NT, whatever the hashtag is. And obviously the, the the marketing junior goes in there and starts picking out all these the marketing all junior. these you know oh, that one's good that one's nice that one's nice and starts you know pulling in all these images you know uh, under the uh, under the guise of photo competition and you know, now the prize for this was a five hundred dollar camera house voucher. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
according to this article that we're, we're pulling this information from. Don't Which no, we'll link in the show notes. Yeah, of course. No reason to believe this isn't the case. But $500. What the, but firstly, what the fuck are you going to buy for $500 at Camera House? Not much. Couple of SD Couple cards. Couple of SD cards. Like battery. two CF cards. <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Um, but as William says, you know, the real winner is Tourism NT. Because basically they have got, you know, hundreds probably of, of, of entries that they can use, plus all the details of, of all these people. All the people. people that entered. Plus, you know, the T's and C's have basically given them full, uh, full-blown full rights to do whatever, whatever the hell they want, they want with, with all these things. Now, according to the T's and C's on this competition, these photos can't even be published anywhere else. That's so hectic. You, you've given these guys your image and probably unknowingly disqualified yourself from publishing Being able your to picture use it anywhere else anywhere you want so if someone comes up to you you know down the track and says hey you've just I been looking at your shot. insta that shot's amazing and i'd love to uh use it in uh, this travel magazine or whatever and i'm going to pay you 2 grand for it yeah uh-uh, sorry no sorry no can um, do the really shit terms and conditions that I signed when I entered a really shitty Instagram competition for a $500 ca- uh, gift voucher say that I can't. Yeah, crazy. Now, I know I said earlier when I was playing devil's advocate being an asshole that, you know, it's in the T's and C's you can get away with it. Now, according to William, that's not necessarily the case, which is kind of heartening news, I reckon. Yeah. He says that a lot of these T's and C's could potentially be on shaky ground. So some of them would be seen as uh, what he calls unconscionable or unfair contracts, yeah. which is great. But, you know, this has never been tested in, in, in a court because no one's... No one's going to have the time or the money to try and do or it. Or the know-how to know that that's something yeah. that they could potentially do. They're pretty much going to sit back and accept it. So, yeah. you know, again, first thing, read T's and C's, obviously. But, you know, even when you've read the T's and C's, don't necessarily take them as read. But if you're looking at T's and C's as dodgy, just don't fucking enter. Like, That's the thing. Like, just don't that. do it. What are you going to get out of it in the long run? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Let's talk about some other ones. There's been... With you. We've, we've found some interesting stories. What about that one, uh, the guy who ran five... Oh, my God, Five competitions, Toby. was it? That guy? Okay, so... And, and like, this, this story, it will send the links because it's like... It's like year-long investigations by like online photo geek nerds I wanna, who like I, uncovered this. I actually read this and I thought that would make a great documentary. Oh that, my that, god! That story 100%. would make a great documentary. Hundred percent. Maybe I'll do that. So and look, none of this is like a hundred percent confirmed, but yeah. it's so fucking obvious that like anyone could tell, right? So there's this one dude who has set up five photography international photography competitions and like i've heard of some of these yeah me too okay me too. and they all have beautiful websites very clean cut some really great work featured you enter the competition i think it's something like 35 dollars for like five entries yeah. okay so people all over the world are uh, are entering in, again, international judging panel of superstars. <laughs> and it does, they do look legit, I have to say. Let me tell you, go, you click on the links. Yeah. They look super low, like super legit, okay? And then it sort of turns out, uh, it's under all this investigation and people coming out and talking about it, that they're all run by the same guy, one dude. And 
none of hardly any of the judges that are judging are actually judging. None of the judges know that they're judging. So then, so people are entering these competitions, paying $35 for five entries. He's making a fuck ton of money, obviously, because they're very, they're quite well known. And none of the judges are judging or if, if they are, there's only one or two out yeah. of the international panel that are actually judging. And some of the judges have come out and said, um, I'm not judging this competition. Like, what the fuck? And so he's kind of been outed. And then as that started happening, it's people started realizing that he was doing all these other competitions. And so some of the um, photo competitions are, I'll read them, the Mono Awards, which is still running in 2020. Oh, really? Considering all of this has come out about this guy and how it's basically a cash grab. Do you know what I'm saying? The International Photographer of the Year Award. That, that one I have seen. Well, this is the one lot. where it, where it, where people figured it out yeah. that it was bullshit. So it started with the International Photographer of the Year Award, and that, that's not running anymore. That was that finished in 2017 because this guy got outed. Yeah. That none of these judges are actually judging these competitions, and you're charging people to enter, and you're just picking a handful of them. And yes, there is a cash prize, and the people do get paid the cash prize. But when you kind of work the numbers out, what this guy's making on entry fees compared to what he's paying out is like, hello. So the cash prize, I believe, for one of these was about $7,500 something or something like, like that. that. Yeah, I think but that was, they, yeah. the estimates of the entrance were upwards of like, close to a million dollars. 100%. Yeah. Like that's small pittance for that amount. <laughs> that's the easiest money this motherfucker ever <laughs> yeah. made. It's crazy. So the same guy, so he also runs the Fine Art Awards, which are still running in 2020. Mm-hmm. And that website looks schmicko, man. Mm-hmm. And he's even made these fucking hilarious, like, bronze, silver, and gold award, um, <laughs> like, icons. Fucking ridiculous. The Monovision Awards... And the ND Awards, like Neutral Density Awards. So those five awards have people online have figured it out that it's the same guy running all of them, charging entry fees, not getting judges to judge. And it's a fucking rot is what it is. Yeah. Now, there was some serious digging and and geeking around to get this guy's discover who this guy was you know yes. people were doing like reverse image searches yeah going on the Wayback site and checking out all these things yeah. and they'd figured IP out addresses they'd figured out that he had actually been moving these competitions from server to server to try and cover his tracks essentially oh my god and you know thank god people have found out who he is and exposed him to a degree whereby you know and you know we're doing the same here by by, by telling people that look don't fucking put anything in these competitions because yeah. this guy's he's gonna you know and like these aren't small competitions no. these no. you and some of the work in on the websites these competitions is unbelievable yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic but it's like do your re you got to do your research one of the other things that sort of comes up a lot to me is even if you think you've found a good competition to enter you know and it doesn't have an entry fee so it's free entry okay what do i have to lose free entry you know they're a they're a well respected photographic body organization or a, an online journal let's enter it you get kind of halfway through the process and aperture is a really good example of this now aperture are great yep. i've got no qualms against aperture it's an online photography magazine fantastic they do a great competition every year so you kind of get halfway through the thing and then you realize yes it's free entry but for you to enter you need to be subscribed to the magazine. And Ooh. the cheapest subscription you can buy is $75 for a year. 
Which, you know, isn't a huge amount, but I think they just need to be a bit more transparent about that. Yeah, I think so. It's like, okay, they're not, no one is going to set up these competitions if they're not going to get anything out of it. No, and I, I, from Aperture's perspective, I get it. Like, I've worked in many media organizations where we've done this sort of thing, Mm. not particularly around photography, but about around content specifically, where, you know, you'll have a marketing team at, you you know, at this organization saying, you know, we need to get more people subscribed to the channel. We need to do this, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. How about this idea? You know, we'll basically, we'll give you something, but we won't give it to you for nothing. We need, you know, we need something back in order to, to, you know, deliver you this, this content. To some degree, that's fair enough. It, you might be working for somebody that doesn't get advertising revenue. They need this money to keep their channels working or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. What I do have a problem with in, in, in the example of, of Aperture is that they're not upfront about it. And, you know, you get, like you said, you, you're going through this process, process and you're thinking, yeah, this is great, this is great, you know, I'm going to, you know, enter this thing, it's a great magazine, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, it's, it's like a punch in the guts, really. Yeah, you get like halfway down the form and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, you have to, I have to be a subscriber. Okay, I can't enter. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, or you begrudgingly do. But I think, you know, like I said, if, if they said, you know, subscribe to, if they flip it basically and say subscribe to Aperture Magazine and... Go, you know, you your end- chance to win or, yeah. or enter this competition. Yeah, because the prizes are good. It's like money. Yeah. It's like you get in the magazine. It's like, you know, it could be worth it. Absolutely. And all they've got to do is flip it and that would be a much better way. Of- yeah, it's all about the language, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Okay, well, how do we know what a good competition is to enter? Yeah. You know, so if my advice would be this. Like, make yourself a little checklist, you know, of this is what I'm going to look at every time I want to enter a competition. Uh, you know, and you want to look at, obviously, the first thing you want to look at is what are the terms and conditions. Yep. Straight away, if you're giving away copyright or giving away usage rights, if you're an entrant, you absolutely do not want to be signing on to that. Yeah, big red flag. Big red flag. If you happen to win, um, then you've got to look at what those terms and conditions are. Okay, how long are they able to use the image for? Mm-hmm. Where are they able to use the image? Who is allowed to use the image? If it's strictly, you know, the competition uh, provider is able to use it, um, you know, for exhibition or whatever, okay, that, that you might want to sign on to that. But if they can use it forever and relicense it and anywhere in anywhere in any way, you might want to reconsider if that's the kind of competition you want to enter. Yeah, 100%. Look at, is there an entry fee? Okay, is there not? Okay, if there's not an entry fee, then how else am I kind of paying, quote unquote? Because there'll always be a way. Mm -hmm. How many entries am I getting for the money? Is it $35 for one entry? Is it $35 for five entries? Then you've just kind of got to say to yourself, is this investment going to be worth it for my career business, whatever? Yeah. You know, because obviously, say for head-on example, if you do get into that, that is amazing exposure yeah amazing exposure so maybe you might want to you know put a little bit of money into it and enter because the reward might be great but it's a gamble like any photo competition it's a gamble you know it might even be worth looking i've done this myself it's when you when you get you know you might get an email or something inviting you to enter some competition or whatever one of the things i often do is i'll look uh i'll look at it at face value firstly but then i'll look back at past winners, which they sometimes put on on their sites. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of track a past winner's path from that point onwards and see whether or not them winning this competition has actually aided them in any way. Sometimes it has. Sometimes I'll put the person's name in and I'll get 
nothing but a you know random Instagram account that's kind of gone dead or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it was a fake winner. Who knows? But yeah, those are the ones you're going to kind of be a bit bit dodgy on. They'd be slightly shaky. Yeah, brain, that's right? true. And obviously, like if you recognize some of the past yeah. winners, yeah. you know that that's probably going to be a reputable competition to enter. Definitely. And what are the prizes? What are you actually getting out of this? Well, for sure. If it's like a fucking Instagram post or on their website, is that worth your money? Or a five hundred dollar. Voucher from camera, camera house. house. It's not, you know, <laughs> I, I, I tend to look at the ones where there's an exhibition attached. Yeah. You know, or, or a good. Or a 10 grand public, prize at least. Or a good publication. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to get published, yeah. you know. Look at, look at what the prize is and see if it's worth it. You know, but I mean, the number one advice is read those terms and conditions. Yeah, for sure. And we'll probably do a whole episode on terms and conditions because licensing is so convoluted and so hard and so complicated to understand. But the way some of these are written, it's blatantly obvious what they're taking from you. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not. They're not shy about. Ripping you off, basically. Yeah. Another thing is, yeah, check the sponsors, see who's sponsoring it. Check out the judges' names. Okay, if you don't recognize any of the judges, yeah, like, look them up who as the well. fuck are they? Mm. And even if, yeah, you could even contact, like direct message some of these people and go, hey, are you actually judging this award? Because like we've seen from old <laughs> yeah. mate who's got the five competitions. Like, what awards? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes those judges aren't really the judges. So th- that's kind of like a good, you know, checklist to go through. Definitely. Definitely. But you know what? There's like so much more to this, Toby. You know why? Because it's not just the competition itself that can be corrupt. Sometimes it's the entrance. Indeed. And there's been many cases of this. But look, we've been prattling on for ages about this. I reckon we need a part two. Let's do part two, man. Let's do competition, corruption, part two. You guys come back in two weeks for competition, corruption, Part two, where we look at dodgy entries into competitions that mm, maybe they shouldn't have won. Maybe they got disqualified. Why did they get disqualified? Truth in photography, dot, dot, dot. Click, click, bang, bang. A photography podcast is produced by Meredith Schofield and Toby Farage. Hey, that's us. <laughs> it is us. And I also do the editing. And Mez, you look after the engineering side of things, I guess. Yeah, like sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, kind of, sort of. Yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of other people who have kind of helped us to get this thing up and away. Indeed. Like our amazing branding was designed by dingdingding.co, a.k.a. Your Better Half Tobes. Definitely my better half. And the fabulous music you're hearing in the background let's just have a little bit more of a listen there yeah that's Mm. it composed by our good friend simon filiuzzi a legend so good how good is that music tobe so good so so good so good and look remember you can subscribe to this podcast everywhere yep send us your comments and ideas for the show and please don't forget to rate us it really helps others discover us you can check us on the socials at ccbb podcast we'll see you soon see ya (laughs) 